Ah, back from my stroll out in the jungle. Well, anyways, it's nice to be back here in the classroom with you for April 6th, Monday, our lesson number two. <laughs> Hopefully this will be getting better and better, but I feel like I'm starting to get the hang of it. Well, anyways, um, I wanted to start today with, like we would usually in a circle, I'm going to tell you what zone I'm in, and I'm going to say three things that I'm grateful for. And I would love it if you could all at home, if you hear this, um, come up with three things that you are grateful for and share them with somebody in your house. Because a lot of people are, yeah, a lot of people don't have everything that we have right now. And so I just wanted to really reflect on what is something we do have, the positive things that we can think about and be happy about. So I'm in the green zone because the sun was out yesterday, sort of coming out today. And we're getting into the swing of things where I get to start seeing you guys on the computer soon. So I feel like we're starting to get a rhythm with this uh, weird, weird time that we're going through. <laughs> um, yeah, and three things that I'm grateful for, or thankful for. I'm thankful that I still get to talk to my friends and my mom and dad and my brother and my sister on the phone. And maybe even FaceTime also with my nieces. And... I'm thankful that I have a nice home that I can be inside and warm and safe and comfortable so that during this time I can be focused on being healthy and, and staying positive and not worried about, you know, some of those things other people have to worry about. And uh, the third thing I'm thankful for is that uh, I've been able to have more time to create things that I usually haven't had time to do. So that's been fun. Um, okay, yeah. So I wanted to start today. Maybe this is, could, could be like kind of a verse or our, just a little spring poem I've sent to you in the email. But I wanted to say it because I have a big park across the street from my house with tons of blackbirds. And uh, this poem kind of made me think about that one as the sun was coming out yesterday and I was watching the birds fly around. So this poem goes like this. It's about spring. The winter now is over. The longest nights have passed. I know I heard this morning the blackbirds call at last. Blackbird, blackbird, the spring is coming fast. I know I heard this morning the blackbirds call at last. I thought that was pretty nice because we see a lot of blackbirds around my house. So, today for our lesson, we're going to continue with the little gnome that stayed at home. We're going to be doing the drawing portion of that lesson. And uh, this should take us about maybe 20 minutes to 30 minutes, depending on how, how fast you go. But I really want you to take your time and do everything as beautiful as you can. And then I'll have a little bit of a, something to add to our writing that we did last time <clears throat> that I can also show you in a picture. And uh, then that will be our lesson for today. All right, so on the top or the bottom of the, depending on which side you drew on, of our writing from last time, our poem that said, Little Gnome Can Dance, Little Gnome Can Sing. And then I wanted you to come up with two things that you were doing at home. Uh, we are going to do the drawing for that. So on that top page, I'm just going to walk you through it with my directions really quick by telling you how to do it so that uh, if you want to pause it, you can pause it to take your time and, and do it a little bit, you know, take your time to make that section of the picture done. So first things first, we're going to start with a 
uh, light green square. We're going to do the light green border around the all four sides on the top, bottom, left, and right. So go ahead and do a light green border with your square, like a mama bear side. All right. Now, once you've got your green border, I'm going to have you start by doing a you're going I'm sending pictures to include with this so you can look at it, but I'm going to start by doing a brown oval. So I'm going to use a mommy bear side with my uh brown square. I'm going to start on the left side, kind of in the middle. You're going to go up, over, around, down to the bottom and back to where you started but not quite connected if you can look at my picture it looks this is going to be the root that the gnome lives in so this is the inside of the root house so go ahead and do that if you want to you'll do a mommy bear line in a big oval that'll take up the whole page and if you want to go over that edge and it'll outline with a corner you can lightly And once you've finished your big brown oval, that's going to be the walls of his root home, then I'm going to have you do the gnome in the middle. So we'll start with his shirt. I'm going to use my red square, give the gnome a red square crayon to make his shirt. And then I'm going to use a blue square crayon to use to make his pants. Now, if you don't have your crayon pouch at home, just use anything you can. I mean pencil even if you don't have crayons or pens if you don't have that or anything you can if you want i hope you do so after i do the gnome shirt and pants i'm gonna do a brown face little brown hands and little brown feet too i suppose and then i'm gonna cap it off with a brown or a purple a purple pointy cap all right, <clears throat> after you are done with your elf, I'm gonna move this along a little faster so we can, I don't want this to take too long. Again, if you wanna pause and finish that section of the picture, that's, that's what I would do. So after that, I'm gonna move on to the little window that I'm gonna do above the gnome's head. And I'm gonna do that with a brown, my brown square. I'm gonna you do that in an oval shape and I'm gonna also do a little cross in the middle with the brown to make the window sill. And then after that, I'm gonna color it in with blue and you can use whatever crayon would be easiest for that. After I did the window, I'm gonna move on to the bed. So what I started with is the bookshelf above the bed actually. So I'm gonna do a first a brown line going left to right and then one going down to form the top and the side of the bookshelf. And then I'm gonna do another line below that and one more line below that. So that I'll have a top shelf for a lamp and then two shelves for books. And then right below that, I'm just gonna use my square purple. Oh, that's brown, I did the shelves in brown. And once you get the shelves drawn, you can put in books by just drawing a few little lines with color any colors and the lamp i did a lampshade with red and a purple stand 
then for the bed, <clears throat> I did the pillows first, so I used a square purple. Just did some lines for some pillows. And then I drew, after I do the pillows, I'm going to draw the squares for the comforter first, lightly. So I'm using like a whisper line with my blue crayon to make the squares. And then once I just did a line, uh, yeah, straight lines going one, two, three down and one, two, three across. And then I just colored in uh, checkerboard style, the blue and the orange for the comforter for the bed. After the bed, um, I did the chair, the purple chair. And you can see I started with a square purple again, and I used that <clears throat> to first draw the back of the chair and then the arms of the chair next, and I did those darker. And then I did the seat part and the sides. So that one, you can look at the picture. I just have a purple kind of recliner chair. And after you finish the chair, then you can move on to the little table I did there. I just did a s oval and then put some legs on that table behind the chair. And then I drew a little orange vase with a flower coming out of it. And once you've gotten the bed and the gnome, the chair, the lamp, the window, and the bookshelf drawn, then all that is left to do is the blue floor. And I just used a square crayon and it lightly went over the floor and it goes about up to the gnome's armpits <laughs> or where the pillows are. And then I did the back wall with a square brown as well, lightly, just did the back wall that way. And then once you are done with the wall and the floor, the last step is to color the brown outside of the oval and inside of the border. And then I used a baby bear corner just to add some lines to make it look like wood because we are inside of a tree and this is our gnome's little root home. Okay, that should be the picture. I hope that was not too, too fast or too slow or I don't know, I'll try to get better at describing how to draw a picture <laughs> without any visual help. But my uh, final uh, task for you to do for today is to look back at the writing we did last time. Little Gnome can dance. Little Gnome can sing. Little Gnome can do other things. I want you to go through and I want you to underline the vowels. Now, if it is a short vowel, I will have you underline it in blue. So I will show you a picture of my writing and in the first word, little, I know that that I makes the I sound, so that's going to be a short I, so I put a blue line under the I in little. Now the E at the end of little doesn't make a sound, so I don't, I'm not going to underline any vowels that don't make a sound. Now I look at gnome, I'll go, we'll do the first line through together. Uh, Looking at the next word, gnome, is G-N-O-M-E. I know G's not a vowel, N's not a vowel, but O is a vowel. And in the word gnome, I can hear that it makes the O sound. 
So I'm gonna put a red line under the O because that's a long O vowel sound. Again, the E at the end of gnome doesn't make a sound, so I'm not gonna underline that one. Now can, I see ah, can, the A is our vowel there, and ah would be the short. So I am once again going to draw a blue line under that A in can. And the last word of the first line, dance, D, not a vowel. A, yes, that is a vowel, and it's ah, again, it's not dance, it's dance, ants. So we are going to put, again, for the short A, ah, we're going to put a blue line underneath that. So I'll take a picture of that as well. So you can finish your writing by adding the blue line for short vowels or red line under any long vowel sound in your writing. All right, I think that's going to be our lesson for today. I hope that wasn't too long, and I will talk to you all very soon. Okay, bye.